0: Welcome to Snap UK. I'm your host Johnny Flash. Here, uh, a smaller group today. We've depleted. got depleted ranks. Um, hey, <laughs> ranks. Oh, was he a uh, rapper in the nineties? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a Shabba smaller brother. <laughs> um, we're here at uh, Chateau Green. Uh, me, uh, Griff, and Jim. Uh, Paul uh, has the shits again.
1: Gary... I assume Gary is getting uh, a perfectly legal and okay massage, because that is all right to do. Apparently so. Well, we'll get
0: into massages. uh, In fact, very quickly. So, Deshaun Watson... (laughs) Oh, dear. ...recommended to get a six-game ban following the publication of the report by Sue Robinson, and he receives no fine. This is a result of a three-day hearing from the 28th to the 30th of June... Watson now has settled 23 of the civil cases against him. Only one remains. Watson denies all allegations. This is not final. It is expected the NFL will appeal the the decision, um, uh, who will review Robinson's findings and make a determination on next steps. During the hearing, the league reportedly pushed for an indefinite suspension. Uh, I think at the very least they were looking for a year. They must file uh, an appeal in the three days after Robinson's report. If they do, Roger Goodell or an appointed designee will make a final ruling, uh, which is all part of the CBA. It's all... We have, a, we have a, a judgment, but
2: this is nowhere near final, is it? let say we have a recommendation. Yes. And I think... Reading everything, well, I've read most of, of the of the report, and I think she's just she's tried to stay within the lines and the guidelines as to what the NFL can or has done in the past. Sorry, I think within within that ruling, she pretty much near enough, damn it, says that he's guilty as hell. I don't think there's any. I don't, I don't think there's a a chance any. any anything Watson can stand on there and say, well, that's not right, because within that, he just, it, it's a bad look for him. It's incredibly bad look for him. It's also a pretty bad look for the NFL. I think like when you look at the conclusion, which starts off, the NFL may be a forward-facing organisation, but it's not necessarily a forward-looking one, just as the NFL responded to violent conduct after a pi- public outcry. So it seems the NFL is responding to another public outcry about Mr. Watson's conduct. And I think we've said that, in past episodes where we're aghast at the fact that the NFL basically have sat back for over a year now on on this, um, and eventually you know, they've gone down the the route of having uh, Judge Robinson look at the case and kind of making a recommendation. But given the reaction on the media and in the public, I would be amazed if they don't appeal, and I'd be amazed if it's not more than than the six-game suspension. But nothing fails to amaze me in the NFL. I, at first, I thought oh, maybe they will just let it go
0: in the fact. that If they let it go, at least it's done. It's done. But they aren't because I just don't think. They I just can't, can I don't think they can. Like literally, uh, especially as you know, you've got Calvin Ridley on the sidelines, you know, for gambling, and you know, Josh Gordon faced. Effectively, like twenty-three game
2: ban look for smoking at all, weed. All the bans for yeah, you know, smoking weed that have come, bef- come before, which you know is legal in most states. Pretty much everything Watson has been accused of is effectively illegal. It, yeah. Is illegal, yeah, right. It, it, I don't they, think. think can prosecute I don't him. think sexual assault is legal even no, in no, Texas. Whilst, they, whilst there is not enough evidence to prosecute him in, a, in, a, in, a, in the public, I think we can all agree he didn't act within the law. Yeah. Griff's, Griff's kind of winding up for what I feel like is going to be a mother of all rants. And I've been waiting to hear this since he got here. So I think we should turn the, turn the stage to him.
1: People think they know me so well. But actually, I, I'd, I'd like to look at it from a slightly different perspective. Um, this is a, sort of a victory in that it proves equality. Rich old white guys and young rich black guys can now be treated the same in the eyes of the NFL. You can do what you like and pretty much get away with it, unless it's drugs. Because that that seems to be where this is going. Like, we haven't penalised any owners. Uh, You know, what's his name? Robert Kraft. And there was one other, and Dan Schneider as well, who've all been involved in slightly seedy, sexual-related activities. Don't tell me they haven't, because they have. We know they have. They've covered up the videos and all sorts. And, you know, we didn't really do anything, so... I'm in an hour in about what to do about Deshaun Watson, hoping someone else will take the decision out of their hands, which Sue Robinson has done. Roger Goodell retained the power at the CBA to put a big hammer through this and say, no, I'm going to give it a year and then let the uh, NFLPA appeal it. In my personal view, and we don't know what they're going to do, which is the problem with recording today and not Thursday or whatever, In my view, I think he is going to say it's a season-long suspension, fight me. Because if he doesn't, this isn't like usual. This isn't, well, we can brush this under the carpet with a six-game ban and people will forget about it. No, 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 no. This will go on all season. There will be, and in my opinion, because I hand up, I think he's absolutely guilty of 31 of 31 or whatever it was that he was accused of doing. I, I don't know how you can not believe he did at least some of these things but I think there's going to be season-long discussion about how angry people are with him playing so you might as well have the discussion and it be a positive one for the NFL well they're trying to get him banned but the NFL PA are fighting it because it then makes them look like the bad guys the NFL don't want to come out on the wrong side of this they've been wrong in the past this is their opportunity to say forget the press we have to get this right. We have to set this precedent because Sue Robinson said in her conclusion, well, you cannot define someone's punishment by what was a non-existent precedent. So in the past, players have been punished with a six-game ban for similar sexual discretions, Ben Roethlisberger, for instance, which was reduced to four games. Um, And so Mr. Watson was within his rights to assume a similar punishment for being and i believe it was in her report a sexual predator i mean i don't want to put words in anyone's mouth but and this is going to make you both look up rapist in waiting is basically what that is now I, I don't i don't i don't care like nobody really listens to me it doesn't matter what i think but i i think this was one step away from him forcing himself on someone yeah it's just come out a bit quick and he didn't get the opportunity literally but you have to make new precedents. You can't sam- stand back and say, well, in 2010, Big Ben got accused of this and so this. The, the the whole world has moved on in the 12 years since that happened. Things are not the same. They're not the same as they were the Ray Rice. We got to Ray Rice and he wasn't given a ban. And then the video came out and he was given a, va- a ban. And that changed things. And the NFL needs to be moving forward. It needs to be joining with the world in moving forward in... Being at the front of these things, it's such a massive, powerful organisation. It cannot sit back like it has done for over a year and watch everyone else argue about it and try not to make a decision. You're not in a position to do that. It's not OK. Because people aren't going to let this go. There must be women working in all the organisations, the NFL and all the teams and all the media, who are just appalled. And if they're not, they should be. Because this could have, this could happen to... Any number of women. And I tell you as well, if Deshaun Watson's doing this and getting away with it because he's so used to being the, the highly praised master of the game, I'm telling you there are other players who've done it or will
2: do it. And they need to put a precedent in. That's where you get precedence from. So you mentioned precedents. We're going to talk about the, the story that's come out about the Dolphins and the tampering tampering violations later on. But as part of that statement, and bear in mind, the Dolphins and Stephen Ross have been you know, handed... It, a hefty punishment and unprecedented precedent punishment. As part of a statement, Goodell says the investigation has found tampering viola- violations of unprecedented scope and severity. That's what Deshaun Watson's case. So yeah, is. Big Ben was one case. Big, Big Ben's case, one case. We're talking with, with him. Okay, I know the 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 um, the NFL investigation conducted by uh, Judge Robinson was only five, then reduced to four four people, but it's 24. Four cases he settled uh, settled in civil cases, and it's upwards of sixty six to a hundred people he's approached. For me, that is unprecedented scope and severity. And by doing that with the dolphins, Goodell has effectively said, "All right, we're going to set unprecedented. Here's, here's, us, yeah. here's us doing that." And I just think, that, and I know those two things aren't connected. And I know you know some people are a bit cynical about the fact that you know they released this news today to try and move away a little bit. Oh, they often. definitely did, but. But I think that's actually setting the precedent Mm. for then Roger Roger Goodell to set a new precedent for for Deshaun Watson. You you have
1: to. You you absolutely have to. I mean, there's no way that you can... I I, I said it earlier. I don't think any of the three of us can sit here and defend Deshaun Watson's actions. You could say two or three of these cases might not be as severe as the rest or somebody might have cottoned on to what's going on and they've made it up, but not 31 just, or just whatever it was that came
2: out. Like, like It can't be 31 or whatever it was, misunderstood. Also, she's
1: put as a, a proviso in her judgment that uh, he only stupid. has massages mandated by the yeah. organisation.
2: <laughs> <Like>, the fact <laughs> that you have to spell that out <laughs> to him.
0: But isn't part of the issue that he had m- massages... Organised by right, the
1: Texans. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I had an image of that guy that used to be the uh, the massive guy that used to be the li- the line coach for the Browns, just coming <laughs> yeah. in for his massage session. Like, uh, it, it's not something to be made light of. But I genuinely don't know what to do. Like, not being I, funny
2: I, it makes you feel helpless. Did you know watch a, this, and you just you're a female physio working for the Browns right now. Really want to go in that room and
1: give to no. film Watson a massage? Of course you don't. And and this is the problem. Like. Sue Robinson, by putting that in, is saying, this guy has a problem. Oh, absolutely. If she, as a judge or as a investigator or whatever her role is now, isn't able to come out and pointedly accuse him, then she needs to be directing the NFL under the table slightly here and saying, look, this is all I can do within the confines of what you've asked me to set out, mm. but you are able to do this. And if you do this, and it goes to a fight between you and the NFLPA you've got a good chance of winning. I understand the NFL PA is effectively a defence barrister, and you have to believe your client is innocent. That is their job. Yes. I understand that, and in the interest of fairness, I believe it has to be there. But (laughs) come on now. (laughs) Like, if he'd have been given a year, we'd have all said, that's the minimum. That's the minimum.
0: Isn't that... I mean, look at his contract. The Browns were assuming assuming estimating a So tell us, tell us the,
1: why that's the case. What makes you think that that's the case? Because you look at the contract and it says what? It's a million dollars this year. And it's how much next year? 55. They were ex- entirely expecting him to be yeah. sat for a year. They were fully so well. prepared. They signed Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> who is capable of playing for the year. They have put in every proviso to not have him there. The fact that yesterday or the day before now they came out and said we won't appeal whatever the decision is. They knew it wasn't going to be a year right at that yeah. point, but it, if it had been a year, they might have appealed it. But they probably would have said, Do "You know what? We'll sweep it under the carpet. It'll be a clean slate." They might have appealed it just for optics. Yeah, mm. but I
0: think they. I think they know that if it's even if it comes Goodell comes through, there may be an appeal. I don't see it being as tightly defended as when Zeke like mm. went for basically half a year not knowing if he was going to be playing on Sunday because the, the, they they put the 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 suspension in and got appealed. Yeah. you know it went through about six appeals um, but yeah like um i did see someone saying well is it only six games because he um they consider last year a um Part of the suspension, like no, no because
1: no, no. he could
2: have played. He, he could have played. He voluntarily sat out. He made and ten he
1: million paid. dollars. Yeah, yeah. You, you can't take that on. board. he just had a year to rest up. That's why okay. <coughs> I, I, I have kept my effin' and jeffin' to a minimum. I have really considered this. I've actually considered this for most of the day because I think it's important to have on record how you feel about something like this, even if no one is listening, because it, it's a, it's going to be a watershed moment whether the NFL decide to do something severe about this and accept the legal fight, or whether they just back down. Because if, if Sue Robinson is saying, well, his punishment is determined by what preceded it, then what's, what's there to stop the next person? You, you cannot take this in any way other than we, we've been handed a baton by Sue Robinson, we are allowed to invoke whatever punishment we like and let the NFLPA appeal it, that is what we're going to do, here's your here's your 12-month ban from this point. Yeah. I, I absolutely believe, I, I actually think they will do it and I'll be really surprised if they don't because the NFL have got the money to fight it. The downside would be, if the appeal takes so long, he actually plays yeah. this year.
2: Yeah, he can actually play.
1: and And that would also be a problem. So what they might say is, we're going to give you a year's ban and if you don't appeal it, we'll reduce it to 12 games. It's going to be something like that. Yeah. But, Either way, they have to give the severest punishment they can. They, they cannot sit on these six games. It is just absolutely the wrong thing for a league that's mandating you must hire play, um, black coaches to offensive coordinator roles. You must hire women into uh, the tactical positions. You can't. You can't have this. You absolutely cannot let this go. It would just be completely backwards.
0: Yeah. No. It, it, well, it's a uh, the the you know the. Work operating in a in the modern society. It is you can't have. Even if there were no women working there, I mean, we know a lot of the fan base are female, yeah. and it's. Ju- I mean, <laughs> you know, you've just issued. You know, issued a report. Going, oh yeah, some of our some of our franchises are worth seven billion dollars, and you're like, well, but your your it's one in such that an. A moral society, like a moral way, and uh, yeah, no, it it stinks, and uh,
1: it's part of a larger problem that the NFL has of controlling the people that are involved in their franchises. Dan Snyder, we come back to. We're going to run through what the Dolphins have had problem with in a minute. If you think all the controversies we've had in the time, say in the ten years that I've watched the NFL, so we've had Ray, we had Big Ben, Ray Rice, John Brown, Z- John Brown, Ray Zeke. Harris. Sorry? Ray, Lewis. Ray Lewis. Without all these controversies, for me, this is the nastiest one. Yeah, and it, it has to be dealt with as such. And it's the, the NFL must show that it's in line with the fan base. Like you say, the women, the the, the, the fact that people bring their kids to the games and they're yeah. going to cheer for this guy. He's a rapist in waiting. I've said it before. I don't mind. I stand by that. Like, If somebody hadn't have intervened, that is what was going to happen. And, and I don't think anybody would really deny that they think that's the case. Like some somebody's probably got away with what is a lucky step. Because like if you're prepared to go ninety-five percent of the way, that last five percent ain't very far, is it? That's what I'm saying. So I couldn't agree with you more. I think I'd like I'd like to move on only because I think we're then only gonna cover the fact we're gonna get angrier and angrier and wind each other up. Because that is and I've tried to tone that down all day because it really does make me cross. We're so helpless. In, in society to do anything and the law just isn't always right the precedents are not always right you have to be prepared to change the backups at the Browns Jacoby Brissett Josh Rosen let's have a quick mention of that uh I'm yeah, laughing yeah I mean you joke about it last week? Yeah, yeah I want to joke about it again Josh Rosen there is a thing here whereby he might actually play some games if Deshaun Watson does get a year's ban are you telling me the Browns aren't going to try out more than one quarterback. I, I think Jacoby Brissett wins you six or seven games. You can win six or seven games with Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett has always based, he
0: seems to have come in in Diffic- times, different circumstances. circumstances Brady Ban, yeah. luck, luck, rigid, luck, luck resigning, uh, just being at the Dolphins. <laughs> uh, like whenever he's come in, it's because something else has fucked up. Yeah. And, I mean, he is possibly the the perfect quarterback for this because he's similar to Deshaun yeah. Watson. He's used to coming in when, the you know, the chips are against him. I, I like, whatever you can say, it, it, he's the right man for the job. But, I mean, what a job. I, fi- I feel for him. But, yeah, uh, having... Uh, Josh Rosen um, played four games for the Falcons last year uh, because... Um, it w- wasn't fair to kill Matt Ryan. Um, and Joshua Dobbs is a. I yeah, remember prof- him.
1: Ex-stealer. Yep. Anyway. That's enough about him. Come on then, Jim. Let's take Dolphins. us Dolphins! Yeah, take us into some other news. So this happened to... So this, is, this is
0: quite hot to the press. So hot to the press that it's not on the running order because mm-hmm. I printed the running order when I left work at half four. Um, I then drove home to pick up my laptop... Uh, and I then my phone started going off, um, and so the Dolphins have lost their 2023 first round pick. Yep, and 2024 third, third round, round pick. Um, Stephen Ross has been fined. He's been uh, they've been fined a million and a half.
2: I thought it was more than that, but hang on. I will find out. But he's certainly he's gonna miss. Uh, the he, first six he, weeks of the 22 he suspended 22 through seasons. October 17th so he yeah. um, he, bizarrely if, um,
0: <laughs> if uh, he's not the Sean Watson still technically could return before Stephen yeah, Moss he absolutely um, could. and of course also. the the Dolphins will miss him at quarterback as, um, Stephen Moss <laughs> you know it's a sad thing but yeah, he, he may not represent the club or any team or NFL event until the October 17th.
2: I mean, effectively, his ban is longer than Deshaun Watson's because Deshaun Watson can still practice, yeah. still have on-team facilities. But anyway, um, so yeah, this is in, in relation to tampering with former Saints coach Sean Payton and uh, current Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. So um, this is all part of uh, the Brian Flores case where you know there was accusations of, of tanking and, and Brian Flores being offered to pay... Offered to take, I think, I think it's a hundred thousand dollars per game. He lost. That all seems to have been, not swept under the carpet, but certainly it's. Uh, I feel like. You Not, not
1: get the feeling it's harder to prove some of those. So yeah. we'll just give you ban about something we can prove, but we'll
2: make it quite yeah, a big yes. ban. And like I said, this it's gone. It, this went on for a, a number of years. Um, I think when Brady was still uh, at the Patriots, possibly, and it was an it was an open secret that you know the. The Dolphins, before they they got, they got rid of Brian Flores, they wanted Sean Payton to come in. They wanted Tom Brady to come in and, and be part owner of, of the Dolphins and play quarterback uh, and create a new dynasty in, in Miami. It's all backfired, um, and they've been absolutely screwed over. And you know, rightly so. He's tried to cheat the system, and he's got caught out. You know, we talk a lot about the, the possibility of Dan Snyder being forced to, to sell the franchise, I wouldn't rule out Stephen Ross up coming under some serious pressure from from the ownership group to pr- you know not so much prove to change his ways but make some serious changes to his conduct um, and hope that these these tanking charges don't come back um, otherwise you know, he's going to be asked to leave as well
0: the, the league does find that the Dolphins did not intentionally lose games during the 2019 season I think, but I, um, I think they didn't lose games intentionally because of Brian Brian, Flores. But that's what they say. The Dolphins competed hard to win every game, including in the season when they beat Cincinnati and the Patriots, despite worsening their position for the draft.
1: Brian Flores has released a statement. Has he? Yeah. uh, Which says, I'm thankful the NFL's investigator found my factual allegations against Stephen Ross are true. At the same time, I'm disappointed to learn that the investigator minimised Mr. Ross's offers and pressures to tank games, especially when I wrote and submitted a letter at the time to the Dolph- Dolphins' executives documenting my serious concerns regarding this subject. Basically, he's saying, if you look hard enough, there is more proof, and you don't really want to look.
0: Yeah, they're saying they are differing recollections about the
2: wording, timing, and context regarding that. Uh, Ross was fined $1.5 million, which is two-fifths of fuck all to someone who's a billionaire. Yeah. Uh, like, realistically, <laughs> like, Ross, that's literally like me paying a fiver. Bruce
0: Beale, their vice chairman... Uh, may not attend uh, any league meeting for the remainder of the 2022 season and is fined half a million dollars. So he's got a longer ban than Ross and Deshaun Watson. <laughs> um, yeah, I think in, in football terms, it, it basically it's tapping up, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, which now in football happens, but obviously
2: in the in NFL rules are different. Um, I, just, I think the I think this sort of thing happens all the time. Yeah. I just think this, they got caught out, whereas most people, again, probably sweep it under the rug a little bit. I mean, look, <laughs> every, every year when it comes to that, that free agency period, like the, the the day where the legal tampering thing opens and suddenly, like, 20 players have, have like, agreed deals, are we really saying that those deals get agreed in five minutes? Yeah. No, no. No, nah, of course they don't. So it happens, you know.
1: A bit like... When your prime minister of your country suddenly is stepping down, and everyone's already got a campaign ready to go, yeah, and that very suspicious that they all had slogans and things, and I just think that's good preparation. I guess, <laughs> I guess but they shouldn't have been preparing. I
0: guess the difference between the tampering period is these guys are at the end of their contract. Sean Payton was not at the end of his contract, was he? Yeah, that's true. Um, and yeah, uh, the Dolphins still hold a, a, a round one selection in twenty twenty three. Yeah, still got thanks the 49ers, to the Forty Nine ers fucking up for everyone else. <laughs> um uh, but yeah the uh, basically d- d- you could ar- you could argue that it actually strengthens Tua because now they have less strength to trade up in the draft for the next one but you never know um, um let's let's move on cuz let's go let's let's make let's make Jim happy yeah, yeah, yeah. I am not touching it again Just his his cheek. Uh, No, Debo. Debo signs an extension. It's worth up to $73.5 million. It takes him to 2025. Um, So I hope, you know, by then um, you might have a decent quarterback to throw to him.
2: Well, hopefully we've got one already.
0: (laughs) We'll come into the quarterback stuff anyway. But yeah, Debo, um, like, he's just been worth his weight in gold the last couple of years. Um, I think no one, no one's going to look at that deal and go, you know, they've overpaid there. You know, that's.
2: I think it's east good. Class. I think it's a good deal. I think it works for both player and and team. Um, I would say that the 49ers probably wanted to have him for a little bit longer. They, prob- um, but the guaranteed money, they didn't want to fork up that much guaranteed money, the same amount of money that like sort of Tyreek Hill and Devontae Adams got in the off season. But I think it works in terms of. Actually, the way they want to use Debo is as this wide back. You know, we we've spoken before about running backs not having the durability that some wide receivers have. Yeah, maybe his, maybe the game will change slightly for him, and he will be used more as wide receiver. Maybe it won't, but for him it works because you know after three years he'll be I think thirty, and he can go back onto the market and get another decent decent uh, decent uh, wage.
0: Yeah, no, uh, um, I can't I can't moan at this at all.
2: It was always going to happen, really. It was. Um, They weren't going to let Debo out of the building. He's just too important how they want to play the game. And uh, a busy week for Tory Dandy,
0: I believe is the name of the agent, because he also represents DK Metcalf, who signed a $72 million uh, extension to 2025. Um, And, uh, I mean, he's now the face of Seattle. Because there's no one else. No, because there's no one else there. Like, but I guess it gives them some time to find someone to throw to him, and I think he's he's younger. I think he'll be twenty five when this contract ends, and um, uh, you know he might have learned to turn left by then and join a proper
2: team. I think it's again, it kind of makes sense for him, whereas he obviously wants to get paid. Don't we all? Um, I think the. The lower amount of years in his in on his contract, and more down to see how what the hell are you doing over the next three years. So if after three years they've got a quarterback and it's working, great, he'll stay. If after three years, you know, or even after two years, nothing's happening, he'll probably demand a trade or or you know, after three years just leave. I mean, yeah, um, I mean,
0: they seem to fit they're, they're, they're in a, like a win now phase. Really? Uh, well, they're, they're drafted like such. Win what now?
1: Well, who
0: knows? But yeah, oldest yeah.
1: coach of the year award.
0: Um, yeah, okay, you can have that now. DK has <laughs> celebra- Didn't need to sign
1: DK Metcalf to an extension for that.
0: <laughs> DK Metcalf has celebrated his um, his extension by having a scuffle with Daryl Taylor at practice today. Awesome. Done. We all. So, uh, who is Daryl Taylor? I have no fucking idea. I only know him because DK Metcalf's had a scuffle with him. Um, <laughs>
1: a scuffle. No one's had a scuffle since they left school. Literally,
0: the the, the um, it, that's literally all it says. The DK Metcalf and Daryl Taylor scuffle at Seahawks practice. It just happens every year, doesn't it? But it only happens really. at... Uh, it only comes out with organizations like the Giants and. <laughs> You know, when, like, Tampa Bay was shit. The Raiders basically um, prepare to win, at most, five games.
1: I think you're probably right.
0: Um, Staying with wide
1: receivers, uh, Julio is back. Uh, He's with the Bucks, signed for a year. Six million's a lot for a guy whose best years are definitely behind him. Oh, well behind him. I was... I, I don't mind him as a, as a, a additional piece. If he's going to come and be the third wide receiver for Tom Brady, fine. You go for gold, but six million.
2: So I'll, I was reading this in, in Peter King's column th- th- this this week. So in in his six prime seasons between 2014 t- and nineteen, Jones missed nine uh, four of ninety six regular season games, averaged one hundred and four catches and fifteen hundred and sixty five yards per season. Last two seasons, he's missed 14 of 33 regular season games, averaged 41 catches and 431 uh, yards per season. Um, and he's played, last two seasons, 38.9% of his team's offensive snaps. That's yeah. what, 6 million is a lot. 6
1: million is a lot. You're paying for what he was, not what he's going to give you. But I do think it's going to be one of those, like, if he plays 30 snaps a game or whatever, and he might get... A handful of touchdowns because Tom Brady can pick him out of a crowd. I, I get it. It's just the money strikes me as so much. Is there not a chance that he doesn't make the team and they yeah, just cut? I think him? there
2: is. A, I think there is a chance. He's never been a red zone factor, is he? Like,
0: not not really not he? He's still, he's still not to come back from his ACL. So I think he starts the season. Whether he sees out the season, yeah, different question. It, but he will start the season.
1: I just swap one injured reserve player for another. <laughs>
0: I mean, I will also say it is 16 million less than he earned last year.
1: Oh uh, yeah, like <laughs> it, it doesn't. It, it just struck me as a lot. Uh, but be, uh, bearing in mind as well, they've now got to uh, do something at the Bucks to accommodate their lack of a center. we'll, we'll get into him because uh,
0: we're, we're going through some injuries later okay. on. Okay, but um, yeah, um, it is. You, you you're sort of showing you, you would imagine the GM. Showing off, here's our new shiny. What, what do you mean he's injured? A oh, fucking hell. Quan um, <laughs> Alexander's joined the Jets, and I mean, good. I, I think he's a decent player. He was um,
2: he look, was a decent player? He was. No, he's good last year for the Saints. Yeah. I think going back to work with a coach he worked with in that, San Francisco, isn't he? Yeah.
1: I keep hearing a lot about how good the Jets are going to be. I will believe it when I see Where it. Where do you hear that from? Well, Paul. I've heard it from everywhere, but mainly Paul. <laughs> yes, Paul keeps telling me that they're going to finish ahead of the Patriots. Don't forget this. Oh, yeah. And I keep telling you there is no chance of that happening because the coach Paul is not bets. very good. I a, think
0: I we... think the coach is fine. I I just worry about the guy in the centre. I think everything else is probably well, going to be fine. Where were you
1: last week when I was getting slagged off for saying Zach Wilson's not very good? Uh, you, no, were you were right said, there in the room.
2: You said every rookie quarterback wasn't very
1: good. No, I didn't. We went through this at the end. I did not say that.
0: I was there... And I didn't bet in because I don't think Zach Wilson is great. Shock. He he had a better end of this season, but he was just because you're better than Trevor Lawrence does not mean you're a good quarterback. It just means you're yeah, a middling rookie. Um Can we do a whole episode of Paul's crazy bets?
1: Well
2: he, he doesn't expect I could do with earning a bit more cash.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, true. Um what was that T V show that used to be all about crazy bets? Banzai Banzai <laughs> Paul presents Banzai <laughs>
2: Betting ends Every week We can have a Paul's crazy bets For the next week's games I like it yeah, Double or nothing yeah, There we go It's just a sign Over his house <laughs> It's going to be down To his underpants Standing in someone else's he garden He hasn't got underpants Anymore <laughs> no,
0: That's
1: also true <laughs> um, In extension
0: news Chris Boswell He gets four years 20 million dollars uh, Steelers kicker So he's now tied With Justin Tucker as the best-paid kicker in the league.
1: He's probably the second most consistent yes, kicker sir. in the league after Justin yeah. Tucker, to be fair. You don't yeah. want him to leave. I yeah. noticed uh, in your contract extension for special teams players, no mention of uh, the Patriots' greatest signing in this offseason in Jake Bailey, the punter. <laughs> no, I didn't mention Because I am looking for something to cling on to. So, yeah, we've, we've, we've re-signed uh, Jake Bailey to some massive deal for a punter, like 13.5 million. That's uh, incredible. Yeah. Um,
2: like we say all the time, if you've got a good kicker, keep him. Yeah. Because there aren't that many around that are that good. I mean, I I'd, I'd put Robbie Gould in the 49ers in, in that camp who always makes usually always makes his kicks. But other than that, yeah, he's um he's a fantasy bargain when it yes. comes to that.
0: Um, and people who haven't got contracts. So Derwin James, he's holding in at the charges. Yeah, so he's turning up for meetings, but he's not taking the field. Actually, that's probably a good thing for Darren Jones given his injury yeah. history. Um, doing the same is uh, Roquan Smith at the Bears, but if I was at the Bears, I wouldn't want to take the pitch either. I wouldn't even want to turn up. And uh, Deontay Johnson at the Steelers, he's holding in, because of course, um, what we know about the Steelers is
2: they love to pay wide receivers. I am going to say, like... Right, he's in a good place, obviously, because he's at Steelers and it's a finely run organisation. But they just don't pay
1: wide receivers. <laughs> no, they don't. thing is, though, they haven't had to pay wide receivers because they had Big Ben. And yeah. now they are going to need some talented wide receivers to get the most out of Mitch Trubisky yeah. and Kenny Pickett. Yes, you can. They, they, they will need to pay somebody because you don't go... Yeah. You're not going to assume that Trubisky and... Uh, Kenny Pickett Yes you can Are going to be as good As prime Ben Roethlisberger One of them might be It probably isn't Mitch Trubisky
0: But, I mean, but the thing is as well like, Deontay Johnson has been pl- Hasn't been been playing With prime uh, yeah. Ben Roethlisberger He's been playing With like prime rib Ben <laughs> 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 Just a thumb <laughs> Just a thumb <laughs> Absolute.
2: And he was good It was uh, fine I, I, I liked Deontay Johnson I mean I had him in one of my Fantasy teams This past year
0: uh, Always scored points Fourth most targeted Wide receiver last year
2: yeah, it's not like the Steelers are lacking of wide receivers. That's, it's yeah, decent. But yeah, um, but yeah, they don't pay wide receivers. Well, no, they, they haven't, don't, they they haven't they, paid wide receivers. No, nah, I mean,
0: <laughs> um, I think we'll, well, that's one we'll, we'll see. Both uh, yeah. on
2: Smith for the Bears, they have to pay him. Yeah, just because of the dearth of talent that the Bears have, you've got to keep someone. I mean,
0: I'm just having a look actually. What is? That? It's true they must have some cap space.
2: I'm sure they have. I think the NFL Network did a did an interview um, during the week uh, at training camps uh, with Darnell Mooney. Eighteen million. Like, yeah, so they got enough to pay a linebacker.
0: They, yeah, and their best one.
2: Yeah, uh, where they're picking up Darnell Mooney as the number one ride, wide receiver.
0: I like I like Darnell Mooney. I think Darnell Mooney is a, a fine player. He's a fine player. I
1: wouldn't. Is this back to my thing about some yes. teams don't have... Right, thank you. So Because yeah. Gary's not here, I can say that some teams have lots of number two receivers and no number one receiver. Because yeah. Darnell Mooney is a fine number two receiver. He's one of the top maybe, number twos. Maybe
2: even want to go as far as that. I might be number three.
0: I think, is a number two, I think the thing with the, with the Bears is we can't tell, really, because they haven't had anyone good throwing to a wide receiver since the, what, the
1: 80s. Since Jay Cutler say what you like but actually yeah, like yeah but people people wouldn't like him because he didn't win oh, he's but a dick as well. say what you like about jay cutler he could throw to some wide receivers yeah. and and they have missed that
2: yeah version of him brandon like Marshall marshall's the last good wide receiver. i mean you don't count well,
1: they him. had brandon marshall and alshon jeffrey at the same time yeah. <laughs> and they couldn't win because they had jay cutler <laughs> so
2: it's crazy
0: yeah um Should we take a break and then we'll come back and we'll talk about retirements and some trading camp news. You're retiring. I wish. Okay, welcome back. Um, So we're going to talk retirements now because a few players have uh, decided to call it a day. First one, really not much of a surprise in the end, really. Chris Carson, Seahawks running back. He retires after... Only five seasons following a neck injury that kept him out of last, basically most of last season. Um, uh, I know very well because he—I had him in fantasy as my first fucking pick.
2: Of course, you did. You should never have taken him. I think I
0: think it was my second pick. I think it was my second. I I went for a wide receiver first, but yeah, I had a bad season last year. Let's just let's just kid. But yeah, Chris Carson, he's being medically retired. So, um, it's a Seahawks thing. They, you know, the Cam Chancellor and all these, are, they medically medically retired. Them, so so mean they, they get, get all the guaranteed money. They get, them, yeah. they get their, they
2: get their pay, which is good. I mean, yeah. you're right. It's hardly a surprise. He's always been, you know, he's probably been the best running back in Seattle for probably the five years that he's been there. Yeah,
1: hands yeah. down. He oh, out completely but, destroyed Rashard Penny. Yeah, he plays Thomas three. Walls, he he plays three
2: games gone. and then he's injured again.
1: Yeah, so 2017 he started three, 2018 14 games, 2019 15 games, 1,230 yards uh, and 37 receptions and then back to 12 games in 2020 and 21 last year before a neck injury. He's He's got 24 touchdowns across those five seasons yeah. for a man who hasn't played all the games. Like He's going to be sorely missed. For a team that doesn't have a number one quarterback, does have a number one wide receiver now,
2: yeah. arguably, but... Like, there's some
1: huge pieces say, missing. I mean,
2: uh, look, we, we, we diss on Rashard Penny quite a lot. But he did end the season quite well last year. Like, he had a couple of good games. And he's on a one-year deal. Go out there and prove it, because you're, you're now the lead back. Well, who
1: did they draft? They drafted a running back as well. Ken- Kenneth
2: Walker III.
1: Now, Kenneth Walker III in college, very good. No? Like, you're my college expert, but I believe so. I, I, and i tell you the only reason I think he might have been good is because I've heard of him. Yeah,
2: he was a a second-round
1: pick. So, I think they were prepared for this. But I don't think either one of those players is peak Chris Carson.
2: Probably not yet. No.
1: And and that's an issue. Like, how many running backs have the Seahawks been through? You named Thomas Rawls. We had Christine Michael.
2: DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas. DJ Dallas is still there. Is he? Yep. Uh, He's third on the depth chart.
1: Like they, the they've had a lot of running backs in the last five years.
2: Peterson for a bit, didn't they? Peterson was there yep. for a little while.
1: Who, by the way, is saying he still wants to come back and play? He is not officially retired.
0: Oh wait, no, no, he's yeah, he's he's very open about it. But yeah, just have, he does have a, a boxing match on the uh the, around the first
2: week of the season.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, that might be his best way of success. To be fair, yeah.
2: But they've never repl- they what you're trying to get is they've never replaced Marshall Lynch. No,
1: that, that's exactly where I was going with that. Well, they tried, Lynch a the few, tried years. Marshall Lynch for you. They tried Marshawn Lynch, yeah, <laughs> like. It just, it just points even further to the fact this team are sinking, they are disappearing. Like when Brady left the Patriots, we said Whoa, it's going to be a rough year, no playoffs, blah blah blah. You're looking at a Seahorse team that, besides its wide receiver group, needs needs a complete rebuild. Really, like that's where we're at now with the Seahawks. This is a franchise that's f- sort of so falling apart at the seams. A rebuild, starting with the coach. And yeah. we, this is the narrative all offseason. I do not understand what they are waiting for with Pete Carroll I don't get it and this is just another this is just another piece you're taking away if he'd have come back and been fit at least you could have said right well if Geno Smith who by the way I be- still believe will start more games than Drew Lock. if Geno Smith is as good as he was last year we've got Chris Carson as well we can win a few games with those two
2: what are you doing though if if your game plan is set around winning a few games like I know yeah there's 32 teams in the agreed agreed not every team is going to win the Super Bowl. Not every team is even going to get into playoffs. But you can't look at that team and say playoff bound. No. You look at that team and go top five that, pick next season. The bound. Seahawks are comfortably the worst team in
1: their division, <laughs> easily, and possibly the worst team in their conference.
2: Yes. Yes. And I mean, could well be.
1: So what are you hanging around for? Is Pete Carroll going to rebuild yeah. you over the next three I seasons? Mean, yeah. I mean, he's seventy.
2: One? Two? At least with the Giants you, can see, you know they, they might rival the Seahawks For the worst team in the conference But you can see where the Giants Are trying to go to In terms of rebuilding
1: I, I will say I comfortably think the Giants Are a better team
2: I think they are as well
1: I think they have Much better depth Than the Seahawks And I believe Daniel Jones Is probably a better quarterback Than Geno Smith I'm not going to go that far But We've seen a lot of rubbish Out of Geno Smith Don't, don't take He's the si- yeah, but He played what Six, seven games last year? Smith or... Gino or, Smith. Yes. Right. And that's the best he's ever played, yes? Yeah, probably. Don't think that he can carry that through. <laughs> like, don't yeah. forget the Jets. He got his face broken broken by his own teammate and was terrible for four years. <laughs> like, let's not ever forget that. He just had a good few games, but he was terrible for a long time. So, I was just looking. In, in, in between Marshawn
0: Lynch, the Seahawks have had Mike Davis, Thunder Thighs.
1: Oh, Thunder Thighs Davis.
0: Fat, uh, feast mode. Oh, nice. JD McKissick. Oh, good old JD. Who's actually a nice. Like, he's still, still at
1: the Commanders. I think
0: he's still at the Commanders. Uh, uh, Bo Scarborough as well.
1: Oh, Bo Scarborough, yeah.
0: Um, and
2: a, big Bo Scarborough.
0: A big Bo Scarborough, who's, a, I'm, I'm assuming, a jazz trumpeter.
1: Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: and Robert Turbin. Like, it's a, mm. it's a, a, a whole list of who gives a flying
2: fuck. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's, they, it's they, not good. They break the adage of you can find a running back deep in the draft.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you can,
2: unless you are uh, a Seahawk.
0: But I, I, do, I do wonder if the, 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 the lack of clarity in the ownership there is, yeah, possibly uh, an issue no, I point think point. the
1: owner is not picking the running back there. Well, no, he's, he's dead. That dead. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It, it looks like he has picked the running back. <laughs> um,
0: uh, so, Danny Amendola. Danny Amendola, uh, two-time Super Bowl winner. He's retired. Started out at the Rams when they were in St. Louis. Uh, He wins the Super Bowl with the Pats and has since played at Miami, Detroit, and
1: Houston. Uh,
0: He's been a... a, Playoff Danny.
1: Yeah, he's been a minor contributor on some very good teams, but his contributions were massive. Yeah. Uh, And then since leaving the Patriots, he's had three or four decent games a season for all these teams, but that's... That's it. But that, that had made him a two-time champion because he was the definition of a number three receiver that yes. you bring in that isn't easy to cover.
0: He knew his place.
1: He knew his place. He had a limited route running ability, limited uh, scheme usability. He wasn't uh, great at all the things, but the things he was good at, he was really good at. And, and that was fine because we at the Patriots used that in conjunction with Edelman who could do most things, but everyone was concentrating the coverage yeah. on. Then you bring Amandola on, and he'd come up with this ridiculous catch.
2: So, he had a r- really high work ethic as well. Yeah. And that kind of obviously molded well with, with Tom Brady at, at that point, where, yeah, I remember the injury about saying Tom Brady, he knows where he's going to be, he knows yep. where he th- he's going to throw the ball, probably do it blindfolded, and Amandola's going to be there. And yeah. that was
1: his role. He's had plenty of mocking as, of, as playoff Danny, but playoff Danny won two Super Bowls, and yeah. you know, playoff Danny doesn't care yeah. what you think. And hey, the first
2: got- Super
0: Bowl run, 2014, yeah. he was. Brilliant!
1: He was lights out in the in the
0: that's yeah, yeah. where he became playoff yeah. Danny. He was lights out, absolutely brilliant. And um, if you've
2: got a player that shows up in the biggest games, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah, he's Which basically really
1: made good. a career out of those two Super Bowl yeah. winning seasons with the Patriots. That's what's kept him at uh, Miami, Detroit, and Houston. He's never been the same contributor since, but you know he's made his money deservedly so. Yeah. Yep. Um, Commanders corner. <laughs> Ryan Kerrigan
0: retires. He was uh, all ta- their all-time sack leader, uh, four-time pro bowler, and retires a commander after a very poor year in Philadelphia. It was his first season without a sack, and he only made three tackles. But in his time, was
1: a yeah, great, so, great signing, contributor for... Player. Yeah, signing to retire with the commanders, I think that's perfectly the right thing to do. Ignore the down year at Philly. It was just a case of getting paid yeah. and seeing it through. Ryan Kerrigan has been a brilliant contributor over the last seven, eight seasons? Nine. nine seasons, there you go. And should be remembered as such. Like That's fine, That's I, I'm okay, I'm on board with that, what he's doing. I like this when they go back to the right team to retire. Yeah. Yeah. And Absolutely. he should be remembered for the good work that he did. Yeah. Uh, For a team
2: with several different names 95 and a half sacks 120 tackles lost 149 quarterback hits And 26 forced fumbles Sorry, 11 years 26 forced fumbles Yeah, I mean That's pretty decent He only made four pro Bowls, Which seems ludicrously I think he just got I think he's one of these players That he was consistently good but never put up like you know a, 15, 16, he's not a stat monster. sixteen, no, seventeen. Don't he's not forget, a stat he was
1: consistently good on a yeah. poor team as well, yeah, and as well, that doesn't yeah.
2: top that poor and not fashionable as well. Like, you know. And it's sort of, and as a
0: as an outside linebacker, it's a sort of a position where there is you get quite a, rel- a, a wealth of yeah, players. Exactly. Yeah,
2: actually, he's been up against like Von Miller for basically his whole career. Yeah.
0: Um, Dan Schneider, he's testified via Zoom from Israel to the U.S. House Committee on Oversight. Uh, he did this on the 28th of July, appearing voluntarily. They, they were keen to add this because um, when they tried to subpoena him, he uh, ran off to Israel. Um, they, he appeared voluntarily to answer questions for 11, 12 hours about the workplace culture in Washington. Mr. Schneider fully addressed all questions about workplace misconduct, described the commander's drastic two year transformation, and expressed hope for the organization's bright future, uh, was the statement from uh, Dan Schneider. Can Schneider's. you pass me my bullshit stamp? I'm sorry, uh, mine's still in Cleveland. Well, <laughs> 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 um, it's this team flying we over. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it is a dramatic tier transformation because in the last two years, their stadium has completely dismantled itself and at one point tried to kill Jalen Hurts. Um, team's well,
2: pretty much done the same, hasn't it?
0: Yeah, we, we will see well, what happens there. Uh, have you seen that they are they're, they're redoing their fight song? Because, of course, it, the, their fight song is Hail to the Redskins, which they can't do anymore. So rather than just saying, come up with some ideas... They've given people we can have. Um, Don't give the public the choice. Well, they've given them two options. Both of them are shit. Um, Sounds like a conservative leader party. Contest. I feel this
1: is a job for Paul. Yeah. Paul we could know. write the lyrics for a new fight song. It would be amazing.
0: Yeah. Um, so, but yeah, that's uh, that's Commander's Corner. Uh, the better they, the sooner they fuck off. The better, quite frankly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Cardinals. Uh, so. Kyler Murray signed his contract. We talked about that last week. Since the recording, it turned out he had a clause in his contract that they could effectively void it if he didn't do four hours of mandatory... Independent
1: independent film film study.
0: Independent film study. Um, Of course, that has emerged. This has now been removed. It seems... In in Kyler's press conferences recently, he I'm going to say, he actually spoke very well the other day, I thought, and I get the feeling that his agent is not long for a job,
2: I think. um, I want to know who leaked this, because it's not a good look for him, it's not a good leak for the Cardinals. It wasn't leaked,
1: was it? Was it um, Adam Schefter? Asked for a copy I think it was Adam Schefter, I may be misquoting, but it was one of the well-known insiders. Asked for a copy of the the contract contract for something else. They wanted to see how it was structured, and they read it properly, and this was just in there in plain sight. It wasn't it wasn't a case of even being leaked. It was just in there in plain sight, just nobody else had read it.
2: Right. So I mean it looks bad for Carla Murray because he's now he's now being tagged with this doesn't work hard enough, you know. And you, uh, quarterbacks, good quarterbacks great quarterbacks overwork they, they just work so hard in terms of video study, team study uh, the lengths that players like Peyton Manning and Tom Brady go to to figure out what's going to happen the next week are absolutely unbelievable and this is basically saying Kyler Murray doesn't do this, he doesn't even do the bare minimum to the extent that the Cardinals had to ins- presumably insist Cardinals had to put in uh, an addendum into his contract to say you must do your homework. See, I don't Bad, believe Tyler it.
0: Murray. I don't believe it because if he didn't do his homework, don't pay him two hundred and thirty point five million dollars. Oh yeah. no no
1: I, I disagree with you. I don't think he does do his homework. He he came out and spoke and said look you don't get this far at my yeah. build if you're not doing all the yeah. things. No one yeah. is saying he's not supremely talented. And if he was much, much bigger or much, much more dedicated, I think he'd be winning more and more games. I I, I absolutely believe this was put in there to protect their investment because they didn't want to pay him this much money. They also just know you can't go and find another talented quarterback. They found themselves in a rock and a hard place, and this was their protection. And now they've been embarrassed into taking it away. And and I think it could be a mistake. I still don't think he sees out the length of this contract with the Cardinals because I don't think you win a Super Bowl with Kyler Murray. It's just I don't
0: think you want a Super Bowl with Steve Kine. No, who probably don't. Probably,
1: yeah. probably not. Now we'll yeah. all be we'll all be proved wrong when they go and win. But the the knock on him has always been his leadership. Yeah. Right. And and this is just part of that. They clearly it's don't feel 100% like he's hundred
2: percent part of this. The whole point of leadership is you know it's do as I do, not as not as I say, kind of thing. And they want you know, as a team, you, you want to follow your leader. Effectively, you know, think about some of the greatest team captains in in sporting history. I always think of Martin Johnson, the England rugby captain. He didn't say very much, but people wouldn't mess with him, and they'd follow him into the fire yeah. just from his actions. He was so, he was ever five for eight. <laughs> that helped. <laughs> um, like no one's ever got that impression of Kyler Murray. You know, we'd look at the the playoff game where he went
1: off and sulked on the sideline. It's it's. They've been embarrassed into taking away this clause. But it was there because they didn't believe entirely in this massive investment. They kind of felt like they had no choice. This is what we're saying last week. He's got paid off the back of a a massive market. And the fact that he clearly is talented. But whether or not he's using all of that talent, mm, I'm not sold. I think he
2: does for the games he feels like it. You just wonder if there's there's a connection there between the fact that he obviously he doesn't do his homework, and the drop-off they always have halfway through the season. You know, Do they need to change up the game plan as the season wears on, and he's just not up to speed? Because people... are people, Teams are going to catch up with what other teams do in the first couple, of, first couple of games, and maybe he's just not up to speed, and that's why they're not getting the results in the second half of the season.
0: We, we, well, we shall see. Um, did anyone see this about KG Hamler? Yes. Uh, um, basically, he had... Um, a thirteen-minute discussion with the press the other day about his mental health issues um, and basically being open about the fact that he's felt he didn't want to be here anymore. And um, I'm not going to. did not much to discuss about it. I just thought it was worth bringing up because actually I thought it was very brave of him to meant to be so open about it. And um, we've seen players um, in different sports. I mean, Kevin Ridley took a break last year, but you've had Ben Stokes, you know, um, I'm trying to think of more.
1: Simone Biles, the lady yeah. in the tennis whose name was it? Naomi Osaka. Naomi yeah. People are now getting a handle on the fact that mental health is just health. Yes, sir. And so it is also. freely uh, available to be discussed. My mental health at times is terrible. And at other times, it's really very good. And I... And I uh, will always be grateful to a man called Keith who helped me to understand how these things are. But it shouldn't be something that should be hidden. For me, it's up there with... Um, don't bite my head off. Homosexuality in sport. It's a thing that's come to the fore and should just be accepted. Yes, yeah. Because it's it's a part of life. It's how people are. I don't care if you're gay, straight, or all of the other things on that spectrum that I always forget to name, or if you've got mental health problems. you If you are good at something, you should be free to practice that to the extent that you can, and, Freed, put your hand up and say, this is me, this is who I am. And this is what this is all about.
2: absolutely agree. And I would say, if anything, it's more important now, in in terms of the kind of society we live in, in terms of the the pressure that's put on sportsmen and women to perform, in terms of all the abuse they get on social media, all the abuse they get, and maybe praise to an extent, maybe that also adds pressure, all the coverage they get on twenty-four hour news sports channels, you know, it must be very different being a sports person today compared to fifty years ago, or even
1: yeah. twenty years ago. Yeah, of course it is, uh, and,
2: and much so. Yeah, I can't. Im- I can't imagine what that must feel like. And yeah, absolutely, these people are at the top of the, top of their profession even without all, that, all the stuff I just mentioned, there's pressure, there's it, stress
1: there. It always comes back to something that will be very dear to John, which is Gary Speed. No yeah. one knew that Gary Absolutely. Speed was unwell. And Gary Speed yeah. was unwell. Yeah. And he was of a generation that didn't speak about these things. And we've been deprived of watching Gary Speed be an extremely successful As football manager, manager yeah. after a great career where he clearly must have been struggling at times and people didn't know. Yeah, no, it's... Um,
0: um, <sighs> It 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 still breaks my heart actually, Um, and I say yeah. I I just mention it because um, I I know mental health is uh, something that it comes. It it just at some point uh, it will touch everybody. It touches everybody, uh, you know. So yeah, I just. uh, I was told Good. once,
1: everybody knows somebody who has gone through cancer. And everybody should know somebody who's gone through mental health issues. It's just no one tells yeah, you. Absolutely. That is what I but was no,
2: told. Also, I mean, connection to this, to the last story, that's what a leader does. Yeah. Goes out yeah. there, puts, you know, sh- leads. You
1: know, I way. mean, to be fair, he should be feeling better because now he'll be catching pa- passes from Russell Wilson and not Drew Locke. <laughs> gotcha. That,
2: yeah. would, lift that would lift my mental health. That would lift my mental health. This uh, is
1: my most and least favourite story of the last week. So you tell me about it, and then I'm going to tell you why this is horseshit. Darius Leonard, Uh,
0: He's now wants to be known by Shaquille Leonard, because that's his middle name. Um, And from now on, he wants to be known as Shaquille.
1: So he basically is saying, everyone always called me Shaquille. And then when I was leaving college, somebody realised my first name was Darius, so they've just called me Darius, and I didn't feel like I could say anything.
2: Is that where it comes from?
1: Well, that's what he said. Yeah. He said Randy Moss told him to just shut up and take the money and not worry about what they were calling you.
2: So, I mean, I know i worked with, with a, few, uh, a few people from African descent and they, they say they're first generation born in this country and they say that they've got an African name and they've got an English name. And I worked with people who have used their English name. I work currently with a guy who said, I don't want to use my English name, I want to use my, my African name. I kind of just thought that was this, but if that's not
1: that, I don't believe so. I believe that uh, in high school and some of college, he was Shaquille Leonard. And then it got changed, basically, by the press. I mean, like, you can be who you like. I just, uh, it frustrates it, me that this is even a story. I was going to say, do what you like, but I don't understand how that's going like, Unless you're Ocho Cinco, I don't want to hear about your name, James. <laughs> I don't care. Well,
0: someone else has changed his name this week. Oh, uh. Bobby, an- Bobby Anderson. Anderson has changed his name to Bobby Anderson. He's going to spell it with an IE rather than <laughs> a <laughs> Y. Because he thinks that's a, it just looks better, and I have to agree with him. I do think that looks better. Um, What a load! Is he going to
1: make him catch more footballs rather than drop them? I wouldn't have thought so. He's still going to have steel hands. It's it's nice that people
0: are talking about Robbie Anderson for changing his name rather than just responding no when (laughs) someone mentioned uh, Baker Mayfield coming to join. Um, uh, And Dallas Cowboys remain the highest valued organization in sport. Uh, according to a recent report, they are worth in excess of $7.6 billion. Yeah. They have won four playoff games in the last 27 years. Um, NFL teams are worth, in average, $4.14 billion. Can anyone tell me the top three? So Dallas are one. Uh, Giants? Nope. Patriots? Three. Ooh, the Rams. Rams are two. Yeah. The least, least valuable? Jaguars. Oh,
1: nope. Raiders? Nope. Browns.
0: It's uh, they recently played the Rams.
1: Bengals. Oh, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals. Yeah,
0: they are. They are worth only two and a half billion. Oh no! So uh, we just we've because up until last year they've been a terribly run organization. Exactly. You know, you ha- you have that uh, uh Dalton stink. Just
2: <laughs> just, just Dalton stink. That's just a Bengals stink.
0: So, training camp. It's it's uh, about.
2: So uh, I didn't realise, uh, and
1: I'm sure you're covering this in here, but I didn't realise that the Hall of Fame game is this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, things
2: start this week. Jaguars against Raiders. And Trevor We're Lawrence not. is not going to play. Neither Jake is, Luton. Neither is Travis Etienne.
1: No. Jake Luton all the way at quarterback. That's, uh, that's what you want to watch in the Hall of Fame game. I believe
2: Fame it's game. pronounced Lutton.
1: Not round here, well, where we right. live next to Luton. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, uh, basically, this is the part of the season where everyone sort of overreacts oh so many overreactions like yeah um so apparently there have been struggles i mean it doesn't surprise you there's been struggles in quarterback at new york yep so both the giants and the jets um are having the quarterbacks are having accuracy issues in (laughs) practice that's
1: not training camp news that's the quarterbacks (laughs) (laughs) that's because and i've said it before zach wilson's not very good and neither is daniel jones so better than geno smith um
0: well, yes, because there's also um, uh apparently, So well, I think we're into day three now. Geno Smith had a good day one. Then he followed up with a day two where he kept fumbling <laughs> from snap. So we, we'll see. Like, I don't know who's going to uh, lead that. And quite uh, frankly, do you, I don't
1: care. Do you think Daniel Jones starts all 17 games? No, because no, he never does. All right, do you think, assuming he's healthy, he starts every game he's healthy? For? Uh, Who's your backup? Yeah, Tarod. I think there is an amazingly good chance that Tarod starts, I'll say, six games. If you are in with a shout of a playoff run, if you can sneak into the seventh spot, they aren't going to rely on Daniel Jones. They want to get in the playoffs. I think if, if they're if they
0: within a shout of a playoff slot, they stick with Jones. Cause it, but I don't see that happening. And I... Tarod Taylor is a better quarterback. I can see Tarod ending the season because he's got a contract next year. And I reckon they'll...
1: No chance of him winning the quarterback battle in camp?
0: No. No, they, 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 I think they're very honest about this. It's 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 Jones' job to
1: lose. I, I would go as far as to say that Tarod Taylor is twice the quarterback of Daniel Jones. Just in terms of that's his le- his leadership, okay. his athleticism, and and athleticism. And, athleticism. and his accuracy, yeah, Daniel Jones is underrated as an athlete. Yeah. But to Rod,
2: Do let's not sport, forget. I mean, i I, yes. I I'll agree yeah. with you and say to retain is the better quarterback. I've got no qualms about that because I've never believed in Daniel Jones right from the moment he was drafted six overall. Um, <laughs> it wasn't actually John's
1: pick. I love the way we look at him. Like, come on, John, what you've lying at? Every time we look at the Giants. Yeah. The pharaohs weren't yeah, in charge yeah, exactly. of that pick. No. And okay. Gettleman twi-
0: should be in The Hague. Yes. Yeah. absolutely. To-
1: twice is harsh, but what I'm saying is, if how many games is Daniel Jones winning? Five? How many is he winning? Uh, how many do you think he it, will win?
0: But oh. I, I, with I both know. of them, I don't think you win games because of I the quarterback. Oh, I, think I
1: think you win two more games minimum with Tyrod. Because know. he doesn't turn oh. the ball over. And Daniel Jones... He had a good spate last year. We went like four games with only one turnover and then he fell apart again. And Terod doesn't do that. And your defence is good. Yeah. So I think he's worth more wins. That's what I'm getting at. I mean, it just um, depends whether the Giants want to win.
0: That's it. Uh, <laughs> Chicago, um, Justin Fields is having a bit of a nightmare, but um, I think I mean, the defence... more down
2: to the wide receivers. As the
0: wide, wide receivers and as well, I think that sounds a bit the defence has turned up quite... Uh, feisty uh, and in Baltimore once again it's the same uh, I don't think I'm going to com- say Lamar's a bad quarterback but
1: the defensive sp- further to what I said last week I just feel for Justin Fields I think he's a really talented quarterback in completely the wrong situation this was my point last week I'm not slagging him off I'm saying no, how, do, do, how you. do you know if he's any good <laughs> like we will 100%. know by the end of this season if Trey Lance is any good you will know because yeah. the surrounding cast is good enough and the coaching is good enough you will have no idea if Justin Fields is good
2: enough. Yeah, I think mean, that's fair. You really want so. Yeah.
1: 100%. 100%. So, injuries. Ryan Jensen. He's the Bucs centre. He's out for the season. That is what a 74 year old quarterback trying to get back to the Super Bowl needs yeah. their dependent centre being injured in the first <laughs> training session.
0: Because um, it was a new, going to be a new kind of offensive line anyway, because they've lost Kappa. Yeah, lost a few. Players,
1: was it both tackles? Or both no. No, yeah. Both guards both guards both guards yeah one of them retired didn't he yeah so he'd lost both guards and now the centre yeah or it's I mean and Mm. you know if there's one thing Brady needs it's a a
2: decent offensive line i going to say what was the old adage you you can always get pressure and Brady up the middle (laughs) yeah um and
0: (sighs) I mean yeah it's just not what you need um James Washington he's uh, joined the Cowboys he's broke his foot he's out for 6 to 10 weeks which is just what the Cowboys need cuz um we'll get into we'll get into it later but Michael Gallup isn't going to start the season he's not covered sufficiently they, they
1: are going to be full beetle short-handed and, uh, short-handed
0: and uh yeah cuz Amari oh. Cooper has left CD Lamb looks like a good pickup in fantasy right now doesn't he, doesn't he just um unfortunately Dynasty, I traded him away
1: <laughs> <laughs> Who got him? You Yay <laughs> I haven't looked at our fantasy leagues Since we fu- finished last season Van
0: Jefferson He's getting knee <coughs> surgery So he's going to be out for a few weeks um, So uh, A bit of a competition to start as uh, Like the Number three wide receiver Number three wide receiver in
1: uh, Well I, I believe uh, I don't know if on here But I believe also Stafford has an in- an injury to his elbow And the Rams are having to limit his workload
2: Nah i I think that's what...
1: Do you not just think it's because he's getting on a yeah. bit?
2: Yeah. I just think it's like, you're old. We need you to be good all season. You can just have a rest and we'll call it an injury. Yeah.
0: I mean, I've seen some of the practice f- um, footage and he's throwing some absolute dimes, as you would. As every if, single quarterback is in in footage. Exactly. Footage and uh, But as well, it helps when you've got Alan Robinson and Cooper Cup. Yeah. You know. Um, Michael Thomas is off the pup list. So he's actually going to do some Actually play some football at some point uh, Until four weeks That's not guaranteed Until four weeks when uh, suddenly he goes back on the pop list Um, Mekhi Becton is back Which will be good news for um, uh, the Jets Um, Chase Young also He's not going to return from the ACL injury he suffered last season
1: Um, I mean the bottom of your division it's gonna, it's, gonna be a, it's gonna be a race it's between gonna be, it's you guys be and the commanders, battle. isn't it? That's cause cause the Cowboys they're gonna be struggling for a little while, I think, here. Just 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 get going. Eagles are gonna be flying. Said it before, Jalen Hurts, why oh, it's gonna be awesome. And then there's gonna be two teams scrapping it out for last in that division. <laughs> and the commanders might be giving you a leg up here by just having a terrible start.
0: Well as well, Chase Young, his injury sounds like he's had an ACL. They've had to use some of the like Ligament from his good knee to replace in his bad knee. See, that
1: sounds like a career-threatener to it, me. That's,
0: it, it, it sounds like a career-shortener at the very best. Um, so, yeah, I'm not uh, quite sure there. Jamal Adams, he broke his finger, so he's going to wear a special cast this year. Um, matter, I couldn't catch anyway. Um, yeah, but he's going he, to have to wait to the end of the season
2: for any surgery on, I've got broken finger. Just uh, see, man that, up. That's okay. That's another. It, like, why? Why? Like you're gonna miss some games for the Seahawks. They're gonna be bad anyway. Yeah, but they not I, I really, truly don't believe that they believe that.
0: Um, Orlando Brown. We mentioned him last week. He's going to. He's reporting for the Chiefs. He's going to play under the franchise tag. Good um, news for Holmes. Yep. And Kyler Murray. He's going to miss the start of camp because he's got COVID. Uh, and more worryingly, so is Pete Carroll. Uh, like who is like ninety five, so hopefully he's all
1: white. Right. Yeah, mean, Bill um, Ky- Belichick can... turns seventy this yeah. week. Yeah,
2: true. Kyle Murray can use his time out to do some studying or, can... or play more video games.
1: Um,
0: and I just mentioned it because uh, what? Yeah, sorry. What is this? What is point? this? Have yeah. you
2: not seen the Guardian
1: cap? What's a so, Guardian cap? So, ah, the massive the Overhelmet uh, thing. The overhelmet okay. things. Yeah, makes cause... them all look like the Elephant Man. Yeah. <laughs>
0: um. Did you see um, Jason Kelsey took to snaps with wearing um, uh,
1: bubble, bubble wrap, bubble wrap yeah. on his
0: head? <laughs> <laughs> and I just thought, I thought, God, uh, I, think, I, would, I hope Griff's not seeing this because it'll um, be absolutely furious. I didn't
1: realise that's what it was called, but it should be—it should just be called the pillow head. Because I mean, come on now, it, it looks inside. I, I understand that the, the brain safety is paramount. I get it, and I really hope that this is just a prototype because. <laughs> they look like bobbleheads. <laughs> like, it's not a good... You can't go out and play a game like that. That's not a serious thing, surely.
0: You, you can't play a game like that, no. no. It's
1: oh. enormous. But, but yeah. you know, we know that the concussion protocols and brain injury things, it's, it's going to carry on. And there are going to be some amazing benefits to some of these things. But <laughs> you do look like a dickhead wearing them to start with. <laughs> you do. You do. Um, what, would, what would have... Uh, Brown thought of this he wouldn't like it when they changed the helmets the first time no yeah you know what I mean like
0: I mean the, uh, the, that guy's commitment to CTE um, is, <laughs> is astounding quite frankly he can't even
1: spell CTE <laughs> he wanted CTE in his feet <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: and um, did you see uh, Ed at um, the Bills the other day no because um, of course that's well, been another
1: I, fracas it? Well,
0: I, well basically um, in practice Ed, Ed Oliver dived at Josh Allen's knees oh I did
1: see this yeah and, and uh, Josh Allen kicked off
0: yeah and uh, they uh, whoever uh, McDermott kicked Eddie Oliver out of practice um,
2: so uh, you know I mean the guy's wearing a bright red shirt exactly you don't hit him that's all and also like for his whole career dating back to kind of high school there's always been don't hit the quarterback yeah it's like, just always a rule like seems a bit, really a bit
1: of a strange one
2: but yeah. Um
0: anyway, yeah, so there are uh, there is a football game this weekend. There is. It's the Hall Off. of Fame Off. and who gives a fuck?
1: Who are they playing? It's the Jag- Jags, Jags Raiders. Raiders. I mean Christ. Why? Just why? Like it's gonna be Jake Lutton, apparently, against who's the backup? I'm assuming Connor Cook's It's not <laughs> it's not Mariota anymore, so I don't know who the backup is. But it's just gonna be a nothing game where no one wants to tackle the Hall of Fame games are notoriously terrible. They're like the Pro oh, Jarrett Stidham. <laughs> I mean uh. Jake Lutton versus Jarrett Stidham is gonna be Or Nick Mullins. I'd rather see Nick Mullins. At least we know he's competent.
2: There's another one. Go on. Could be Chase Garbers. It's Jesus Christ. <laughs> No, uh, chase I know
1: I know That these games Are done for money And I get it But we wait For such a long time For the football to come back And then they serve up This dollop of horse crap
2: And I, I But I mean This is the whole point That all of preseason is just pointless from Yeah a, for, From a viewing point of view Obviously it's important from yeah. a Playing and, and evaluating Players point of view To an extent but yeah, from a viewing entertainment point of view, like we look at it and go, "Oh, we've got to pick that guy in fantasy." Why don't that guy ends up as number seven? Why is what? there
1: a Hall of Fame game?
2: I don't know. Something to them for televising. Literally,
1: have no idea. No, I, I don't know because player safety, blah blah blah. Why would you throw in another game? What's yeah, that no, all about? I don't, I don't understand. That's a fine point. Yeah, but, all right.
0: but effectively, um, by the time we come to you next, it will be less than four weeks until we start of this. Start the actual season that people give a shit about. Um, (laughs) So
1: I know know the preseason state games start the week after. Um, The only exciting (laughs) thing about preseason this year is we're waiting for that starting quarterback to get injured, so we know where Jimmy G is going to end up. Exactly that. That's it. That's all there is. Yeah. um, Or or how long will it be till Baker beats out Darnold, and Darnold's also on the block for going somewhere else? Like that's the thing. Already there. Already there.
0: Um, Yeah. But yeah, no, it's um. Let's let. Uh, it's not worth thinking, uh, looking at really. Uh, we'll start getting into fantasy mode as well soon because yeah. we need to start organising our draft. Because unfortunately, I was going to mention it tonight, but Gary's not here. Who is our uh, commissioner? So What's
1: not making it? much of an effort, is he? Cause yeah. has, has he has he been banned from attending uh, podcast meetings for something I don't know about? Has he got like a six podcast ban? <laughs> 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 has he been letting his towel slip again? <laughs> <laughs> like, <I don't, laughs> He's the, he's the commissioner he banned himself <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, um, there's only one role higher than the commissioner and that's the commissioner's wife <laughs> <laughs> so if that towel has been slipping maybe she's banned him
0: but yeah um, so uh, we'll, we'll start we'll start getting into that and the uh, uh, sort of previewing the season in the next couple of weeks uh, but until then uh, it's a good night from us and we'll see you next week